0: Hey yo, and welcome to a new episode of the Reveal Rob show. I am, of course, your host, Reveal Rob, coming at you with all of the latest in news. We're talking DC horror and random other movie news, of course. Hope everybody out there has been doing good. Got a spoiler-free review of Black Panther 2, also known as Black Panther Wakanda Forever. The highly anticipated sequel of um, people wanting to know what they would end up doing with this movie. So I will give my spoiler-free talks about that film. Because maybe later this week, the Throw Me podcast group getting together to do a spoiler heavy talk of the uh, movie, maybe, possibly, we'll see, but speaking of the Thrill Me Podcast Network group, man, please give us a like, and subscribe on the YouTube, follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, man, where we got some fun stuff always going down over there, you've got the Metal Groove, you've got my show, you've got the Mr. Wonderful Show, you've got Improper Guidance, and you've got, uh, And Mr. Wonderful from Haunter's Podcast. Cooking up a special show to do while the Haunter's Podcast gang is on break. Uh, season break. Season finale happened for them. Go make sure you check out their uh, season finale episode of Haunter's Podcast. For all the haunt goodness, man. But let's go ahead and move into this week's episode. I'm trying to think if I was up to anything since the last time we talked. But not really. have Not really done anything. I don't think. No. Not really. Yeah. Might hit the movies this weekend, but we'll see. We'll figure that out later. But as far as yeah, I haven't really done anything. No. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and play the trailer, man. I'm gonna queue up the trailer for Black Panther Wakanda forever and then I'll come back with my uh review thing. So here we go. His people did not call him general or king. They called him Kukulkan, the feather serpent god. Killing him will risk eternal war. He's coming. The surface world, we know what you whisper. Alright, welcome back to the show after that trailer right there. Uh, That was for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, also known as Black Panther 2. It's rated PG-13, sequences of strong violence, action, and some language It's an action-adventure film running in at 2 hours and 41 minutes, and is exclusively in theaters. Uh, In Marvel Studios, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Queen Romanda, Shuri Umbaku, Okoye, and the... So horrible names even watching the movie and hearing them saying that and the Dora Milaje fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakandan strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nikia and Everett Ross and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score of 84%, while the audience score is running in at a 95%. IMDb has it at a 7.4 out of 10. So, what are my thoughts on the film itself? Now, mind you, and go ahead and get your bingo cards ready. You've heard me say it 100,000 times on this show. Marvel's not my milieu, baby. It's not my thing. I enjoy some of the films, but vast majority of them I do not enjoy. Um... Or at least not as much as people make it out to be. Now, so going into Black Panther 2, I really did enjoy the first film. I liked a lot of aspects of it. I don't think it was a perfect film by any means. I think it was very heavily driven by uh, Michael B. Jordan's performance as Killmonger. uh, While there's still some great stuff in there, of course, Chadwick was fantastic, as he always is. And sadly was. Um, That was the big question going into Black Panther 2, is how are they going to make this film work without... Their king without their star, without Chadwick Boseman, who sadly and shockingly passed away out of nowhere. Man, Um, it was such a huge blow and a devastation to the cast, to you know people who love Chadwick. Of course, obviously, to his family, all involved. And it was just a question of will this movie happen? I remember reading uh, that the movie was almost not going to happen uh, because they were. I mean, you lost your star, you lost the Black Panther, you lost the heart of that creation but in that creation you have somebody who is amazingly talented in ryan kugler and i think that's not something that's up for debate anymore especially after uh, seeing this film and what all they had to go through in making this movie i give ryan kugler huge huge praise for uh, what he created here so you know we all wondered what could a sequel to black panther be without the star and uh, it's most basically what i was expecting going in it's in a very 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 emotional story like they it is extremely emotional and we're talking like right from the get-go and again i'm not going to spoil anything um i think we all knew going in that uh t'challa was no longer going to be the the black panther Uh, if you've seen the trailers if you've heard anything about the film and of course knowing that chadwick passed away we knew that uh T'Challa would no longer be there, and that they would have to do a story focused around T'Challa's uh, passing. So yes, very very emotional story, and I think that's it's weird to say, but I think that's what makes this movie so good. Is you, it's it stands out. It has a it has a, an ability to it now. It still has moments where like the other Marvel films where you're like okay I see you know the pieces you've taken from that Marvel movie and put it here and put it here and all that stuff but it it doesn't hinder this movie as much as it does the other Marvel films I think I think it was very well put together and I it's just the emotion of the whole story was you know the leading point and the main thing I left the film with and the first time leaving a Marvel movie like I mean remember when you left infinity war. Like, not that much dread, but like that much heartfelt emotion going out of it. Like, you feel it coming out of this movie, man. Um, You really, you really feel it. And, that you know, we do get our comedy bits, bits in the movie, of course. And, you know, you get your action scenes and all that, which I'll touch on in a moment. But, yeah, I think the emotion of the story is the main driving force of what makes this movie actually really good. Uh, the performances are great I mean my that's my main plus my main takeaway from the film coming out of it was Angela Bassett is freaking fantastic actress she steals the show in all of her scenes uh, she is absolutely incredible she gives an incredible again I'm not I'm not gonna spoil it maybe we'll talk about it on the throw me podcast network but there there's a scene with her where she just freaking gives such an empowered performance She's like freaking a man like yeah you're like you already knew she was good but god dang she's fantastic right and the rest of the cast really does a good job of having to put together this story and deliver in the emotional beats and then deliver in the emotional scene so they do the job that they need to do and always great and of course winston duke's always freaking fantastic as mbaku sure he's good you know you got okoye's good uh freaking the good good cast man uh namor I will give the Black Panther films the credit of credits here that I think that they have been the strong point of the villain slash anti-hero. And I have a hard time calling Killmonger and um, Namor villains. If you if you look into what they're fighting for, are they really a villain or are they just an anti-hero? Uh, however you want to go with it. But I think uh, Namor was a very, very strong adversary in this film. Uh, all of his scenes were good. You could, you could tell he was a threat to everything. And there was a good reason as to why he was a threat. You know, and going back to the first Black Panther movie where Killmonger was a fantastic performance and a fantastic adversary to the Black Panther. You know, like, so they... The Black Panther films have done a fantastic job with their villains, if you want to call them that. But, you know, they've done a good job there. And, I mean, top-notch when you look at it. There's Thanos and then there's Killmonger and I would say Namor, man. I mean, obviously, Michael Keaton is... Um, vulture could be put on that list as well but yeah i think these are the I mean, black panther nails it every single time with these with these uh, anti-heroes or villains or whatever you want to call them uh riri we didn't touch on her so dominic thorne riri williams uh, iron heart was introduced in this film and i i like riri not so sure how much i feel about iron heart uh if that makes sense i like the riri character was cool you know, kid in college, very smart, able to put things together very easily. Um, don't know how I feel about the Iron Heart suit. The uh, it looks very anime-ish. Looks very. I don't know about the suit itself. Um, and again, I don't read the comic books or anything like that, so I don't know if that's what the sp- suit's supposed to look like. If it's going to change more over time, I don't know. I don't pay attention to it. From what I understand, it's an Iron Man suit uh, that she's made in her own style. So. Eh, you know it's fine i guess um but i think that's one of my main dislikes of the film is the cgi just isn't there for me with some of these things uh with these you know i don't like the way the suit just materializes the on i I don't like that it's just a thing with me i don't even like it with spider-man um was it the nanobots or whatever? I, I don't like that. It's a personal personal get with me. I don't like that stuff. And I, it's just some of the, you know, action scenes with these suits I didn't like. Um, there's another suit they introduced in the film. Um, I don't know. Maybe, again, it's probably, probably possibly me. Like I said, if we do this throw Me uh, podcast get together, maybe the guys will be like, eh, no, it's cool. At the same time, i can lose my opinion of the thing either. And, of course, I'll have to see it a couple more times, Seeing the movie once. Um But yeah, I think those are my only things. Some of the CGI was a little hit and miss at times. But um, some of the action scenes were really good. The stuff with the water and the water being used as a weapon. Like the the, uh, freaking... I can't spoil it, but uh, some awesome stuff done with the water. And you get um, one credit scene. It's a mid credit scene, uh, which kind of fits the Black Panther franchise. Normally a credit scene to build towards the next Black Panther film. And... Extremely emotional scene there as well. So I think the high points of the film is without a doubt the emotion, uh, the acting across the board, uh, and the story's good. The story is really good for something that they had to come up with uh, in tragedy. Um, And I think they did a good job in memory of Chadwick and celebrating Chadwick and um, making a a very good story for sure. I think it is a top-notch film. For the marvel franchise and i will say uh coming out of the theater this year this is the first time i've come out of the theater from watching a marvel movie and like i really thoroughly enjoyed that film you know other than like the little needle bits about cgi um i thoroughly enjoyed the film itself I think it's I think it's a really good movie. It is I I don't know if it's in my top ten or not. And maybe maybe it could be. It, I, it's that good of a movie that they, they did a really good job, man. Really good job. And yeah, I like these Black Panther movies, and I think I do like this one more than the first Black Panther movie. But yeah, I think they really did a did a top notch, solid job here um, with the story that they were able to come up with. And you know, credit to them, and again, credit. to... You know, the screenwriters, the direction by Ryan Coogler and the actors and putting together this performance, um, they did a great job, for sure. So I say Black Panther Wakanda Forever is a good movie, and I can't wait to talk about it with the boys. Um, Maybe Brooke will be on there as well. Get Brooke's thoughts, get the girl's thoughts on there as well, and have all of our uh, opinions and talking back and forth about the film and see what everybody thought, man. But overall, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie, and I say Black Panther Wakanda Forever is a top-notch MCU movie in my opinion, man. All right, now let me... Now let's stop talking about all this MCU stuff, start talking some DC stuff, shall we? Okay, first, let me pop my drink here. I'm already with my Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar Cream Soda. Freaking drink. Here. <laughs> all right. All right. Kicking off with DC News and the thing that seems to never go away when it comes to DC films, um, Zack Snyder. People have clamoring and wanting more of the Zack Snyder stuff with DC and Zack Snyder was uh, asked about it recently with uh, the new change over there in Warner Brothers with DC Studios being launched with James Gunn and Peter Safran named as the co-heads of the studio Uh, Snyder said quote as far as I know which is very little I am doing my thing and haven't had anyone give me a call or anything so I just so I am just wishing them the best and hoping that they make some cool movies end quote um, so it sounds like Zack Snyder might not have anything to do with the new DC run, which honestly, I am fine with. Uh, not that I dislike the Snyder stuff. I enjoyed it thoroughly. His His Justice League film, fantastic. And yeah, it would be nice to see, you know, a part two to that. And it'd be nice to see, you know, where things could go. But I think it's time to move forward. I think it's time to work on a new storyline. I think it's time to build towards something else and see where things go with DC. Uh, Let James Gunn and Peter Safran do their things. Um, Let James create the way he needs to create. I think he's going to do a fantastic job. Uh, I talked about that on last week's episode. and I think I didn't mention it on last week's episode. Another thing I'm really stoked and excited about with James Gunn being in charge here. Dude always brings a fantastic soundtrack with him for his films, so I can't wait wait to see what he's bringing with these movies i mean with peacemaker the show alone i looked up every single song i heard on that show like and when the credits came up boom pause all right what song was that what song was that like dude is always good guardians of the galaxy we already know about like dude does a great job with soundtracks so i can't wait to see what he does but yeah i think as far as the zach snyder stuff goes again i'm not against it but i think it's i think it's time to move forward man i think it's i think we don't need to look back too much i think we just move forward look at what we get maybe sometime in the future you know, maybe we get that air cut or whatever, but I, I, you know, I think it's time to move on and move forward, you know, and, and who's to say it can't happen. I mean, we still know that, uh, whatever James Gunn and Peter Safran are working on, uh, there's still separate universes going on with the DC films as well with the, uh, the Batman film, uh, franchise. We don't know what's going on. If James Gunn hasn't been announced yet, James Gunn will have anything to do with that. But it has been said that James Gunn doesn't have anything to do with the Joker films that are happening. So anything can happen, man. Maybe they decide to do some Zack Snyder stuff on HBO Max. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, speaking of HBO Max, we got a Penguin series update from Sarah Aubrey, who's the head of the uh, HBO Max originals. Uh, she spoke with a Variety and had the following to say, quote, Penguin will sit... Um, um, Yeah, Penguin will sit immediately after the end of the Batman and temporarily before the events of the second movie. The show will come out in between the two movies. Now, beyond that, it is fun for the audience to know that it will be a bridge between the two, but the actual release date I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, She goes on to say that, quote, the goal of this is to show what Oz's life is like, and that's very much in the streets of Gotham trying to get up and over as only the Penguin can as a hustler and a strategist with the with his own ambitions it is an, a great example of having the time over eight episodes to tell a longer arc character story with a lot of delicious twists and turns and new characters it's very much going to be about Gotham at that street level because he's not flying around like Batman does we are all embracing that as a very Specific experience for audiences to have. I'm excited for the show, man. I'm glad Colin Farrell's back for it. I can't wait to see more into the Matt Reeves Batman style. I honestly, I kid you not, was watching the Batman last night. Um, it is definitely a top film for me this year. I love the style, love the feel, love the story. So I can't wait to see more of the Penguin um, arc and see where things are going. I love that it's set in between the two films. Uh, so yeah, give it to me, man. This is gonna be so freaking good. Alright, going from the DC talk into our spooky realm, horror, thriller, uh, spooky, strange, all that good stuff. Let's see what kind of news we got here for you. We start off with The Strange with The Stranger. Uh, the Duffer Brothers will ask a little bit about Stranger Things Season 5, the fifth and final season of the hit show on Netflix. And they said, quote, Season 5, the way we see it is kind of a culmination of all the seasons. So it's got a little bit from each uh, I think that what we're trying to do is go back to the beginning a little bit and sort of the tone of season one, but also scale wise, it's more aligned with what four is. So hopefully it'll hopefully it's got a little bit of everything, which, you know, feels like a Duh. You know, you would want the final season to be a culmination of everything we've seen so far. Um, but yeah, it's good to hear. I think the question they asked is how um, what 80s songs or what 80s vibes will be in the season. And the Duffer Brothers said uh, they're going to try to do um, everything to make it all feel connected and like make it feel like it was in season one, but on a big scale like season four was. So be prepared for more. Long episodes man, but I can't wait stranger things great show. Can't wait to see more stuff. Just give me some more Billy damn it All right, speaking of shows that are coming that should be good. uh, The it prequel series. Welcome to Derek We've got some updates on that uh, With the fact that it's found as showrunners variety reports that Jason Fuchs and Brad Caleb Kane will serve as the showrunners for the series the plot details are still Unknown. Uh, The only thing that is known about the series is that it will uh, reportedly focus on the ongoings of the town of Derry in the 1960s as it leads up to the events of the 2017 film. Uh, The prequel series will reportedly also include the origins of Pennywise the Clown, the mysterious and supernatural figure that haunts Derry. HBO Max head of original, Sarah Aubrey, hey, here she is again, has teased a little bit of what to expect with the upcoming series while also noting that uh, Machete, Andy Machete, is deeply involved with the show's development. We have been working with Jason, Brad, Andy, and Barbara Machete very closely. They're so deep into this mythology, they have such a firm handle on the storytelling around these characters, and also the demented scares that they're putting into things. Sometimes I'm like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Just all the wild ways they think up to terrify us. You'll be hearing more concretely about the development very soon. Andy is very involved in every bit of this, so that is the real recipe for success, for delighting fans, end quote. Of course, Andy Machete, Barbara Machete were behind the two IT films. Uh, Andy and Barbara are currently working on the Flash film that's releasing next year. Um Can't wait to see what they do with that. And of course, I love the Flash. Can't wait to see uh, Ezra do the Flash thing, man. I still support Ezra until I have a reason not to. Um But yeah, this sounds good. I'm glad they get the terrifying stuff in here. I'm glad we're getting some backstory and all this stuff. And I'm glad to hear that Pennywise will be a part of it. Because, let's face facts, if it's an it story, we want to see that damn clown. Alright? We want to see that dancing clown doing the dancing thing. Okay? Um... (laughs) I mean, I'm sure the show would be fine if it wasn't uh, some dancing clown in there. But hey, we gotta have that damn clown, man. Uh, I I hope Bill Skarsgard is behind the character. I haven't really heard anything about that. Uh, We'll see. Um... Speaking of Bill Skarsgård, I think Barbarian is my favorite horror movie of the year. Came across that question recently. uh, What's your top three horror movies of the year? And I think Barbarian is my favorite. I have to, you know, again, we're coming up towards the end of the year. So I'm going to have to shuffle... Um, a shuffle. shuffle might, have to, you know, put the list together about all the movies I've watched and all that stuff and rankings and all that. But yeah, it, nonetheless, Welcome Derry is a show that is actually happening on HBO Max. Oh my God, I didn't thought HBO Max wasn't making TV shows anymore. Ah. No, they still make TV shows. <laughs> and that Penguin show is on HBO Max as well. Okay, let's see more news How about some scream news. I haven't talked screaming a little bit. Uh, and of course, Jenna Ortega was talking to Entertainment Tonight. Uh, she's doing some press, of course, with the Wednesday show coming out later this month, and she is, of course, starring in Scream, reprising her role from Scream. Uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, she's earned the badge of Scream Queen. She is the new generation Scream Queen, if you will. Check her filmography. She's got the freaking. She's got the freaking details there. She can be a Scream Queen. Damn it. But, you know, they asked her some questions about Scream, of course, and of course, the question of Nev Campbell came up and Jenna had the following to say, quote, I feel like I can't really speak too much on that just because it's not necessarily my character. Um, But I will say there's so much going on in this next one that is so action heavy, so gore heavy that I think you're going to be distracted almost but it's very clear like there's references to sydney of course you know it's nice because there's still a protectiveness in the script and that's something that the actress had naturally over her because obviously we respect her and we want the best for her she's missed and thought of so with the nev campbell situation of sydney prescott for the first time not being in a scream movie uh, obviously it's a thanks something people are going to think about going in but hearing that the movie is going to be very action heavy um and gore heavy to try to distract you um is interesting to say the least but be careful fans don't like action heavy horror movies oh no excuse me fans don't like action heavy horror movies that star tom cruise but they love action-heavy horror movies that star Brendan Fraser. I said it. Fucking I don't care. Brrr, it irks me so much. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. We don't like that mummy movie because it's like Mission Impossible. Yeah. God, freaking idiots. All right, anyways. Um, Where was I? <laughs> Let's see. La, 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 la. Where was I? News-wise. Talking about Scream. Right, she also goes on to say, quote, I'm so excited about it because there's a lot of good chase sequences, kind of reminiscent of Scream 2, there's a chase between Gale and Ghostface through the lab, I feel like we have a lot of stuff like that in the second one. So, as uh, she's saying, Scream 2... And Scream, what is this? Scream Six. Scream Six is gonna have references to Scream Two, which this would be kind of Scream Two since the other movie is called Scream. I don't know. It's the sixth film in the Scream franchise. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. Into it, we'll see what happens. I I, I was kind of meh about the Scream film that came out recently. Uh, I know I have some friends who felt the same way uh, that they were pretty meh about it, and there's a lot of people who love the film, uh, which is fine. Enjoy what you want to enjoy film-wise. I. I will obviously watch the movie when it comes out as a general Ortega fan, as a horror fan. I'll check out the screen franchise, see where they go. But, um, I wouldn't say my expectations are too high for the film coming off of that last one. And that does it for the horror news. So you got your DC, you got your horror news. Let's jump into other movie news that happened. And the biggest thing going around right now is that the pirates of the Caribbean spin-off film starring Margot Robbie is apparently get ready for this pun dead in the water. Um, uh, <laughs> And that is according to the actress herself quote. We had an idea and we were developing it for a while ages ago to have more of a female led, not totally female led, but just a different kind of story, which we thought would have been really cool, but I guess they don't want to do it. End quote. Um, mixed feelings on this. I, I like Marco Robbie. She's definitely on my list of favorite actresses. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed anything I've seen her in, you know, I mean, at just Harley Quinn. She's been fantastic in the the I, movie. She's great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I like think she's a good, she's a solid actress. And I would have liked to seen what she would have done in a Pirates of the Caribbean film. Um, but I don't hate it either because I don't know that it was a movie that was necessarily needed. Uh, I, I think a Pirates film... You know, I've enjoyed all the films. I, I don't get the hate that those movies have gotten. Um, I, I, I've enjoyed all of them, you know, and I don't know if this has anything to do, because I mean, I, I've seen it. A lot of people are like, ah, it's because Johnny won the court case, so Johnny's going to be back for another Pirates film. Can't say, neither confirm nor deny that. I've seen nothing saying that he is. Um, I, of course, I'm all for that. I think that is the right move. To do another film with Johnny Depp, if you're going to do a Pirates of the Caribbean film, Johnny should be in it. He's what made that franchise the success that it was. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So, uh, I think, you know, hopefully we do get a Johnny Depp Pirates film and put Margo in it. Why not? Have both of them in it. I mean, if the screen can handle that much sexy in one movie... Why not? But, you know, I, I, we'll see where it goes. Of course, I'll keep you updated and posted on that because that is a franchise, again, that I like. Uh, I like the ride in the theme park. Um, we'll see. We'll see, man. Let's see. Uh, Keanu Reeves is apparently in negotiations to reprise his role as John Wick in the upcoming spin-off Ballerina, which would star Ana de Armas. Uh, the show would also have Ian McShane in the film reprising his role as the Continental Hotel manager Winston, who's played that character since the first John Wick film. A ballerina will watch as a young female assassin, who's played by DeArmis, seeks revenge against the people who killed her family. Sounds like Robin in that uh, Batman and Robin movie where he's going after Two-Face for killing his family. I digress. Um, cool. Good on him. I know the John Wick trailer, John Wick 4 trailer, recently came out and watched it um might keep it that way too but not that i don't want to see the movie i'm excited for the next john wick movie i like keanu reeves i like anna de i don't know what to expect from a spin-off of this franchise um don't know again if it's something that's needed or not but it maybe it could work pretty good i mean if you get the same team behind the john wick movies uh, anna de is a talent if you get keanu reprising his role in this thing it could be good it could be a solid thing so we'll see where it all goes from there. Let's see Sean Levy. Apparently, maybe, possibly, could be, I don't know yet, but seems to be happening according to Variety. Uh, Sean Levy, good director, you know, he's done good movies (laughs) and he's done Stranger Things. He's done episodes of Stranger Things, of course. Uh, He directed Free Guy, which is a good movie. He directed uh, what is it? The Adam story or the Adam thing or whatever. The other movie with Ryan Reynolds, he's doing another movie with Ryan Reynolds with the uh, Deadpool three coming up. You know, he's got a list of directing credibility behind him and, uh, and apparently he's going to be doing a star Wars movie. Um, I'm into this idea, man. I think that could be fun. I think that could be a good idea. Seeing what he does with his stranger things episodes, that freaking free guy movie. What a movie um Deadpool 3 I'm sure he's gonna do fantastic with like he I think he's you know cool give it to me uh, yeah I wouldn't mind a Star Wars movie this is not the only Star Wars movie in the works either um you've got a, a Damon Lindelof uh script scripted movie on the way um be directed by I'm gonna mess his name up but uh, the director of Miss Marvel Charmaine Yeah, I suck at names, sorry. Uh, You've also got the Rain Johnson trilogy that's still apparently happening. And don't forget, Taka Watiti and Patty Jenkins both have Star Wars movies in the works. Now Patty Jenkins' film, don't know. That seems to be put on an indefinite hold. Um, It was supposed to come out next year, but uh, there's no clear plans as to... If it will, because we don't know if it's in production or not. Uh, And then, of course, Disney has an untitled Star Wars movie scheduled to release December 2025, which would be the six-year mark. Six years? 2025. Yeah, six years since uh, The Rise of Skywalker opened in theaters, which a film I enjoyed. Um, Star Wars, quote, Star Wars fans don't enjoy that movie so much. Um, Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that whole trilogy, to be honest with you. So... Don't care at me. I really don't care. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Um, But yeah, I'm here for it. I know people are probably like, "I'm sick of Star Wars, man." I'm not the hugest Star Wars fan. Like, I'm not a Star Wars fanatic, but I'll enjoy Star Wars stuff. And one of my favorite things that I watched this year, the Obi Wan show, man. Um, So yeah, give me, give me as many Star Wars films as you want. I'll check them out. It'd be much easier time for me to watch Star Wars movies than it is to watch. TV shows because I suck at watching TV shows. Like I still need to watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> like I'm so far behind. Um, I gotta watch that. I gotta watch what, Boba Fett. I gotta watch The Book of Boba Fett. I gotta watch uh, Andor. Apparently that show's really good. Um, there's something else I probably missed as well in the time frame. But hey, there's Marvel shows I haven't watched either. So eh, before I go down that road, meh, we'll see. But I'm all for some freaking Star Wars movies, man. And Sean Levy behind it. Like come on. Come on, I want to see that. I want to see that happen. Give it. Give me what I want, quote Batista. All right, uh, Broken Lizard, you know them. They made the Super Troopers movies and some other, you know, comedy films that, you know, hit or miss, depending on if you enjoy, enjoyed them or not. But Super Troopers, fantastic movie. These guys are allowed to make movies as long as they want because of Super Troopers alone, as far as I'm concerned. They have a new film on the way called Quasi- which is a satirical take on the Hunchback of Notre Dame or Notre Dame, Notre Dame, however you want to say it. The, uh, the film will be available to stream April 20th. Of course, it's releasing on 420. I feel like Super Troopers 2 released on 420 as well. Uh, April 20th, 2023, the film will be hitting Hulu in the U S. Uh, quasi is a story of a hapless Hunchback who Only yearns for love, but finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France. Wow. When each uh, orders the hunchback to kill the other. Interesting. Of course, you got your uh, cast of characters back as they like to have in their films. So more power to them. I will be watching that for sure. Watching it with my brother. Because he introduced me to Super Troopers. Saw that movie in theaters, man. Um can't wait to see what that is. And the last bit of movie news here is, uh, could we possibly be getting a Freaky Friday 2? And a Mean Girls 2. Uh, well, 3. Uh, well, <laughs> anyways, Lindsay Lohan, uh, Lilo, as the kids used to call her back in the day. I don't know, I didn't follow Lindsay Lohan that closely. I did watch a lot of her movies. Did have two of her albums. That's right, she had albums. And for some reason, I bought those things. Um, I don't remember anything about them. I remember the song Rumors. And I think Mr. Wonderful likes that show, that song. I think he he called that song a bop because, you know, he's hip and trendy like that. Um, And then I think she covered a Fleetwood Mac song. Other than that, fucking I have no idea. But I had both CDs for sure, I know that. Anyways, she was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, um, which, by the way... Fun ride at Universal. I don't care what anybody says. I have a blast every single time on that ride. The queue is amazing. The ragtime gals, the freaking hashtag the panda, that's always fun. The ride itself, good fun time. I don't care. I freaking love it. Ow, ow. You almost made me drop my basket up my Ow. Freaking love that ride. Anyways, um, <laughs> she was on there promoting... I uh, think she's got a Christmas movie coming up or something. I do not really pay attention to that part. But uh, she was... Uh, Jimmy asked her about Jamie Lee Curtis pitching a Freaky Friday 2 to her, to which Lindsay Lohan uh, talked about. And she said that she would be interested in doing the film, saying that both of them would be interested in doing a Freaky Friday 2, man. And I talked about this uh, maybe last week's episode. I know I talked about it recently where Jamie Lee Curtis said she would be open to doing a Freaky Friday 2 and gave her own uh, script about her being a grandma and all that stuff, or her own pitch and story and all that. Like, dude, give me that movie. Like, the first Freaky Friday, well, you know, the Freaky Friday movie with Jamie Lee Curtis and freaking Lindsay Lohan. Good time, man. Good fun time. You know, that song randomly pops into my head every now and then, too, from that movie. You're it. You're the ultimate, I'm not a singer, but I do it anyways, because I like to have fun. Um, <laughs> That song, <laughs> it's a good song, catchy. Anyways, yes, I would gladly watch a Freaky Friday two of those two, are you kidding me? Like, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, first and foremost, so I'm in for whatever she's got to do. Lindsay Lohan, you know, I enjoyed some of her movies, I haven't followed her career recently. I don't know what she's been doing recently, to be honest with you, but... I'm glad she's getting a comeback, man. Everybody deserves a comeback. And, yeah, give me a Freaky Friday 2. Now, as for Mean Girls, uh, Jimmy Fallon did ask her about uh, if we'd get a Mean Girls 2, and Lindsay Lohan said that's in Tina Fey's court. Uh, if you follow closely, Jimmy Fallon and Tina Fey are really good friends, so maybe Tina Fey would have heard that. I I think... I, I don't know what the sequel would be for Mean Girls. I I really don't know. I don't... I think that one... I I don't know if that's one we need. I, I mean, I'm sure Tina Fey is freaking fantastic. Like, so I'm sure she can come up with a story, but I don't know if that's. I, I don't. I guess their kids would be in school now, right? Um, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But um, that's what that wouldn't be Mean Girls two. There was actually a Mean Girls two film that I remember coming out, and I don't remember it being all that good. I feel like it was like a e-channel original film or something like that like it was like a tv original movie for sure like i don't think this movie was released i don't believe it was but there was a mean girls two that happened look it up it did happen um you probably forgot about it because again i don't remember that movie being all that good but uh so i don't know if this would be a mean girls 3 or you just call it mean girls do you know or whatever you want to call it, you can call it Mean Girls too, if you want Hell, We're calling Halloween Halloween and Scream Scream and we already have a Halloween and a Halloween and a Scream and a Scream. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if we need that one. To be honest with you, I don't think we need another Mean Girls movie. It'll be fun. Again, if Tina Fey's in it, you've got Rachel McAdams back, um, Lacey Chabert, and uh, Amanda Seyfried back, Lindsay Lohan back. Yeah, it might work. You know, I mean, you have to have Tina Fey though. As far as Freaky Friday 2, I'm into that. I'm into that idea. Give it to me. I'll watch that in a heartbeat, dude. Put it on Disney Plus. as a Disney Plus original. I don't care. Put it on Hulu. I don't care, dude. Just give me the movie. I'm into it. I like the idea. Like I'll watch that movie in a heartbeat. Hell, I might watch Freaky Friday right now after I get done recording this. I don't know, but it could happen. Nonetheless, that's the news that's <laughs> the news for this week's episode I'm a riot man anyway uh, we should be having a Throw Me Podcast Network get together event where we're talking Black Panther Wakanda forever in full spoiler mode so if you don't want the spoilers go see the movie and then come watch our show because you're, you're not going to want to miss it man we're, we're we're a heck of a group get us all together we're a fantastic group man so uh, definitely should join in and watch that. hope you enjoyed my review on this episode, my spoiler free review of uh Black Panther Wakanda forever. go see it, go cry, go have a good time. Um, but after this week's episode gave you all the news I can find that uh I could find uh, that I was interested in hope you enjoyed it got your d c got your horror got your random movie news and now I bid you all adieu. I hope um you have a great rest of the day week month. Thanksgiving, whenever you decide to listen to this. Thanksgiving travels are coming up. Maybe you're binge listening to my show. Thank you, first off. Love you for that. Uh, two, you're welcome. Um, and three, awesome. Anyways, Throw Me Podcast Network, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff, all the good times going on over there. And remember, always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode.